following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, episode number 172. Spoopiness ensues. That's right, it's Halloween again, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for our picks on our favorite horror anime of all time. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Welcome to another Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Pascrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... ASMRI, Darrell Maddox. And... I'm back, Mr. Toonami Faithful Podcast, Jim Nelson. Yes, he finally got his depression. back together. Last week, Kyle quit the band. But now we're back together. Back together again. Oh God, your voices are terrible. <laughs> Just like your face. I don't know about that. Do, do I? Do I need to take a, a bottle of booze away? I really feel the love in the room. Touch my booze, and I will kill you. <laughs> I mean, enough making up for lost time on insults. I know. You, see, look, you need to understand, dude. Touching my booze is like what would happen if you touch freaking a commie's. Meat or Karumi's goddamn cookies. Uh, understood. Understood. Those what all kind sound of, sexual well, I mean, in nature. But there are different on. kinds of Akame's meat, but then again, <laughs> there are and different then, kinds of. She'd say, I don't like sand, and then slash you. <laughs> and there are different kinds of Karumi's cookies. Mm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those kind of cookies. We love you and miss you, Jen. Yes, we do. We do. Come yes. back soon. Hopefully her computer problems end soon. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Right now I get the caress and whole bay too, Jen. Oh, come to me, Sketch. <laughs> oh, I love touching you right now. Oh, I'm not okay with this. Hey, hey. you will be okay with this. You wait, wait, wait. Sketch. Sketch, do you not like the sexual harassment going on? Dude, this no. is a contract. <laughs> Okay, well then I guess we're gonna have to have a meeting, Jarrell. Sorry. Hmm. You must hey, rub your nipples on the screen as per the user agreement. Well, I see how it is. So everything's fine as long as I don't protest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like, I like no HR meetings as long as I'm totally okay with it because that's how it works in the workplace. <laughs> actually, actually, it is. Yeah. You know, yeah, we have, we have twisted does, logic right. like that. <laughs> and, and besides Sketch, he has guns. Mm, Dude, yeah. that is not that is besides the point. And swords. Yet again, another freaking thing to look over right now. <laughs> it's just the fact that I just love Sketch because he's so fucking cuddly. <laughs> Fluffy. <laughs> you do realize he feels very violated right now, right? It's okay. I'm black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how does that work? Sure, makes it okay, but yeah, uh, people would take that the opposite direction. I'd like to think. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably take it the opposite direction. But here on the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, we believe in equality. Speaking of equality, Paul, I believe uh, you or someone else went to uh, New York Comic Con and equally covered a lot of things. 
No, I just bossed people around. Oh. As usual. Oh. Oh, okay. So basically, everybody did the work while you did shit. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Matt watched over his kid, watched his kid and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was that was the other day. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but not during Comic Con. All right, I got gotcha. you. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. But quit playing coy. Tell us what the people can look forward to as far as the New York Comic Con coverage. Well, by the time this comes out, everything should be out. Um, we have an interview from Justin Rojas again. Um, ironically, I got that interview just to make sure in case Super was announced that we could have a conversation but obviously that wasn't which i was sad about still no sure dice, everybody else but we did get something <laughs> yes we did get something and that that's that's good and we got evangelion so that's that's a that's a good thing too mm-hmm. oh yeah jim gotta pay up on that bit I did. <laughs> it's not out yet well to quote the great sean oliver i did not think this would happen <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, continuing, uh, we have an interview with uh, Logic and Steve Bloom. Uh, Steve actually gave us a little bit of uh, – I, I would say he gave us some information about Intruder that is useful, mm-hmm. being that, you know. Because Steve's good at teasing had, us like that. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He, he said something – he said along the lines of – and I, I don't remember what he exactly said, but uh, something along the lines of they went back and made changes, so it was kind of interesting to hear that. So hmm. that was that was a little bit of that was a tidbit of information that was good to hear. We got uh, more money. Let's make changes. <laughs> and then don't get me wrong, like you know, there's logic too and his album, and and it's very interesting if you guys look into the uh, logic, the rapper, because <laughs> no, we're not talking about logic, the word um, <laughs> or the class. Ah. I mean, even even when I was even when I was looking at what to ask him, and the guys were looking at what to ask him, um, it was kind of interesting doing, getting like background information on him, like how he came to be and everything like that. It was just wow, like wow, you did your homework for once. Yes, I know. <laughs> I got it. Bravo, bravo. So learn how to fucking research people. Damn. I get the yeah, feeling that Paul was one of those guys who didn't study and yet still got good grades on his exams. <laughs> it happened. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he cheated, um, let's see. There is an interview with George Kerstick, who obviously, you know, we have, ah. we have had on the podcast several times, but we have never had a video. <laughs> interview, so it's good to uh, have him actually on video. So, and you can tell from the interview that Chris is uh, very happy to be talking to him. He has his number too, that little bastard. Um, I missed the drunk interview with George Christie, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Um, let's see. What else did we have? Um, God, I got to remember here. Um, there was a Sky Blue interview also. Yeah, Sky Blue. Um, that is up. And it's a very good interview, actually. Um, yeah. You guys should check that out, too. That's a geeky interview. So is the George one. And then the final one we'll have is uh, an interview with the guys from Dragon Ball Z, the voices of Goku and uh, Vegeta, Sean Schemmel and Chris Sabat. So make sure you guys look for that, too. So the, all that should be out by the time this podcast comes out. I apologize. I am tired because I only got three hours of sleep last night. Shut the fuck up, man. I was up before you, you little whore. Yeah, yeah. I was alert today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe less sleep is good for Paul. <laughs> I know. He actually is smart when he is sleep deprived. 
I don't know. Yeah, it, must it, be, uh, it adrenaline. is true, actually. <laughs> must be that uh, adrenaline and cortisol in the brain, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's actually it's actually Mountain Dew Kickstarter, but uh, okay. shh, don't tell me. Don't, don't tell my wife because I'll get yelled at anyways. <laughs> Moving on. So you know who take, else uh, got sleep deprived this week? Us. Everybody in Night Raid. <laughs> <laughs> Clever segue. Hey. Thank you. I try. So, without further ado, Mr. Jarrell and the Akamiga Kill recap. Kill. Episode 11. Kill the Mad Scientist. Still not as mad as Dr. Stein. <laughs> okay, folks. Now, in this episode of Coming Good Kill, we have Team Stylish carrying out their attack on night on the night raid base, and multiple foot soldiers from the Rocky Horror Picture Show acting as um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate you. <laughs> the, um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show acting troupe died during the assault. And a member of um, Team Stylish, Truma, he actually gets the um, slip on Leone and in incapacitates. So, you know, she gets knocked out. Oh, big blondie boobs, you are slipping on us. <laughs> yes, but our furious furry was slipping once again. And the member's name, Toby Duels um, Akami. Akami is unable to poison him, and, you know, eventually she fatally poisons him with her imperial arm known as Murasami. One cut kill! <laughs> one shot, one <laughs> because, kill. Yeah, you know it. That's how I go. Because his body is mostly machine due to it being installed, you know, that's the reason why she has such a hard time killing him. And she is eventually able to kill him and because he was impaled by Lubbock in an ambush. Meanwhile, Tatsumi fights Kaku. Kaku is another team member of Team Stylish. He's shocked, and he's shocked to find that he has um, possession of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s old Imperial arm known as Ecstasy. Oh, man. Oh it's making, making me so high. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, you know, mine it like that. So mine actually interrupted. And she was also horrified to see ecstasy, so mine quickly kills Kaku using one of Vegeta's tactics. Got him, gun! Yeah. You know, like, come on, like, dude, he really was just fucking vaporized when she used her fucking Imperial arm. Yeah, that, that was a like, classic. What are you gonna do? I was like, she's gonna blow you to pieces, buddy. <laughs> also, it's still very clear that Tatsumi has a lot to learn when it comes to Incursio. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. Well, she, and after that, she safely retrieves the XC, you know. It was kind of like that saving grace of her, you know, being able to recover part of Shell because XC was hers. And Truman prepares to um, ambush mine, but Truman is attacked by Leone, who had recovered by then. And Leone accidentally kills him with a single blow, which upsets her. <laughs> no. I believe you wanted to do some of that kinky torture shit, Leone. I don't know what's wrong with you. Furries, sometimes y'all make me wonder. <laughs> and after the night raid regroups, everyone but Tatsumi collapses because Tatsumi has been afflicted with a paralytic poison during the battle. But, hey, that's one of those powers of incursio you'll learn about if you ever read the manga, people. <laughs> and then when more foot soldiers move in, a biological Imperial arm user named Susano... He intervenes and dispatches all of them, and outmatched by Dr. Stylish, 
he decides to inject himself with a liquid that turns him into a danger beast. I'm sorry, Dr. Girlfriend, but you will never be Bulat, honey. Two snaps and a Z, honey. You will never be Bulat. <laughs> you look like that giant creature in that one Dragon Ball Z movie. <laughs> Which is one? A, There's like 50 of them. I think uh, Dragon Fist. I want to say Bio Brawly or something. But. No, 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 no. It's the 13th movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, he turns himself into a danger beast and he consumes his remaining men, especially Big Ears, who didn't hear that coming a mile away. (laughs) (laughs) Should have. Should have. But then, you know, what can we say? Dr. Girlfriend just has no fucking damn sense of loyalty to fucking subordinates. (laughs) Pull one of them uh, Kurosochi moves, you know. <laughs> Bleach movement. <laughs> Tatsumi, Akami, and Susano fight Dr. Stodge before he's shot by mine. And Akami slashes Dr. Stodge's real body contained with the danger beast. And he dies. And the gender and some girl observed the aftermath of the battle. So that's pretty much our recap of the Akami got killed, peoples. So, so glad he's dead. Oh, <laughs> yes, man. I was. <laughs> I will say this was actually a pretty fun one-off episode, I will say. Just letting people go, letting them fight and stuff like that. Um, just, a, uh, just a barrel of fun the whole way through. I liked it. Yeah, it was, it was really good, you know. I enjoyed it so f***ing much because, I mean, of course you had the Rocket Horror picture show troop, you know, just getting <laughs> slaughtered by Night Raid. And then all of a sudden you see this guy named Susano. I'm like, what the fuck, Naruto here now? <laughs> and he just not annihilates every fucking body. But that was I'm so really, much. What I'm really liking, though, is that um, Tatsumi. Well, I don't know what to say about his development as like a character and as a fighter. We know he's pretty good to start with, but it feels like, you know, he's still learning a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's not the, he's still not that good. And, you know, as you can tell, uh, but he's still good enough, as you can tell, to win the kumite there you know to uh or s death's kumite so dude those boobs in their self are a kumite (laughs) (laughs) by the way that was one thing i wish they had done more of dedicate an entire episode to that uh kumite you know have the stakes a little bit higher and then um you know can i make it like blood sport you know like a blood sport but in one episode you know I think Miles kind of that. warned us about this. The pacing of a comic I kill is sometimes too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little too much for its own good. It would have been nice to see um, Tatsumi overcome, like, you know, a Chong Li ripoff or something like that. Ah! <laughs> but Dragon Ball already did that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to rip off something, rip off Jean-Claude Van Damme's best movie, you know? Because <laughs> basically all of his other fighting movies like that, like Lionheart, they were just variations on street fighter 2 yeah they were just variations <laughs> on bloodsport and roadhouse you know oh, roadhouse. 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 roadhouse paul did you have any thoughts oh let's see human imperial arms where do i get them and how much <laughs> <does it> cost? <laughs> that's all i have to say about this episode because i'm like I'm like, well, so wait, 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 wait. This guy is a human imperial arms. Hmm. Well, I'd like to think that, you know, a human imperial arms 
Uh, in real life, it would just be really, really boring. Like, you know, you'd have a guy dress up as Incursio. He'd just be some kind of, he'd just be the guy twirling the, you know, get your taxes done here in front of one of those places, you know, (laughs) either, either that, or he would be, uh, one of those guys employed at Walmart to, you know, keep people from running over each other on black Friday, you know, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Yeah, I think Susano is uh, quite a bit more useful than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but even, you know, really good Halloween lawn decoration then. Huh. <laughs> I wonder if a uh, human Imperial Arms is kind of like how the weapons work on Soul Eater. <laughs> so mm, kind of maybe. Point. That'd be good nice. Point. I mean, hey, another stuff. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about how unoriginal Akame Got Kill is, but it's all about picking and choosing the homages and using them at the right time. Ripping off one thing is plagiarism. Ripping off many is research. <laughs> That's what we call it these days, research. Because if you look at Incursio, um, you know, it could actually be like um, Tenjin man, from um, Bleach. Yeah. <laughs> Incursio is totally Captain Bravo. Um, so Reagan, fine, yeah. fine, okay, fine, man. Way to kill my bleach dress, Way to kill my bleach. Now imagining Bulat <laughs> voiced by Patrick Seitz. <laughs> also works. Well, I guess we should get into the Toonami talkbacks. I'm going to go ahead and read those this time. Oh, this should be fun. TKA256. Why does Dr. Stylish Guy sound like Al Gore from South Park? Because he's super <laughs> serial. I hope now you boys see that this is totally serial. Excelsior! I, I did kind of notice that. Not necess- I don't really remember how Al Gore sounds on South Park, but it was a very South Parky type voice. That's what Jim <laughs> just did. Yeah, exactly. More or less. But I was looking up who this guy voiced because for one moment I thought... Did he end up voicing that one uh, friend of Michiko's? But no, no, he didn't. Not okay. not that uh, obvious yeah. not stereotype. The obvious gay guy. I was thinking, no, uh, you will not end up shitting all over Bulat's memory by being a terrible, uh, you know, drama fag stereotype gay guy. But do you know who this guy did voice? And it's Jay Hickman, by the way. Oh, he was, he was Penguin Drum. Yes. <laughs> he was also Mechazawa. On Cromarty High School. Oh, <laughs> yes. I knew, I knew that voice was somewhere. <laughs> Cromarty. What a soothing voice he has. I love Cromarty High School. Dude, that's yeah, this guy's been acting for a long time, so he's mm-hmm. he's been many, many roles. Many. That's kind of the interesting thing about A Comic Got Kill, because it mixes a lot of new talent with people who have been around for years. Oh, my mm-hmm. Including people we thought had just gone away, like yes. Allison Keith Ship. And thank goodness she came back. Yes. Now she plays two of my favorite ladies in anime. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Barracuda says, I know the secret to becoming a member of Team Stylish. You just need to know the password. And the password is Fidelio. Oh, I thought it said Felatio. My bad. I did too. (laughs) (laughs) That was my first thought too. Maybe he meant Felatio. Oh man, y'all some perverts, man. Y'all been hanging around me too long. (laughs) Maybe. Well, Darrell sure. and I Shut do up, have Darrell and I do have that ESP. So, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it always happens at some point. Like I'll see what Jim posts. Like <laughs> as soon as I post something, or Jim is like, "Damn, like why the fuck did Jim just post this and I posted?" 
That's probably why he retweets as much stuff as I do. Because, <laughs> dude, he's like, God damn it, that was my idea and you stole it. Get out of my head. Plagiarism. <laughs> ESP plagiarism. <laughs> Touche, sir. <laughs> Not really sure how to pronounce this, so I'm just going to go ahead and spell it out. At J-H-R-I-C-H-T. Richt. J-H-Richt. Richt. Yeah. When I saw the flying manta ray on a comic of kill last night, I was like, win! Also, he used a picture from that terrible Ninja Turtles live action show. <laughs> we shall not speak of it. Yeah, the less said about that thing. You know, the sad thing is that is like the only Ninja Turtles thing on Netflix, aside from that awful new movie. <laughs> that is, is truly sad. But Hulu has the new cartoon. <laughs> And Michael Morse writes in, our favorite lollipop assassin is here. Can't wait to find out who plays her. <laughs> so that's yeah. the girl who showed up at the end there with the headphones and the... The girl who looks uh, suspiciously like... Um, uh, I think her name was Chihiro from uh, Nozaki-kun. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, Jim. Why you had to break up Nozaki-kun, man? That was fucking awesome. Because I, like, I like Nozaki-kun. I think it's a funny show. <laughs> it was. It is an absolutely hilarious show. When I was in Texas, that was one show I wish that I could somehow have auditioned for, but it's still not out, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be surprised if it gets a dub, to be honest. Mm. Sadly, I think I recently heard that Shiro Baka was not getting a dub. No! Agony. Agony is what that is. And our last talk back from Austin Guest. So what did we learn tonight on A Comic Got Kill, kids? You never go full Titan, especially if your team name is Jaeger. Just a pale imitation. It's like, who do they think they fooling? <laughs> I mean... I I did say earlier that I'm not minding a lot of stuff with Akame Got Kill, but there are some references that just make me go, are you trying? You know? <laughs> Why would you even do that? Uh, I mean, they could have come up with something way more creative. That's like naming a game after Gary's Mod just to sell more copies. Oh. <laughs> See what you did there. It's called Day One Gary's Incident, and it sucks. Well, that'll do it for our Akamiga Kill recap this week. Now, as a reminder, there will be an Akamiga Kill marathon this upcoming Saturday. Happy Halloween. So we won't have any recaps on the next show. Happy Halloween, and you'll be seeing people dressing up in costumes. Well, at least two people, uh, Leone and uh, Bulat slash Tatsumi, depending on how many uh, episodes we get. Uh, we're going to get a lot, actually, because as uh, I'm sure some people might have either remembered or forgotten already, we get an extra hour of sleep if you go to bed a little earlier. Daylight savings time. Or an extra hour of tsunami. Yep, and an extra hour of tsunami. And or, you know, I mean, I sacrificed it one year, the year Inuyasha came back. And we got the blue. The yeah. prophecy has been fulfilled! The extra hour of tsunami. <laughs> nice. Yeah, four and a half hours of a comic got killed. Episodes three through eleven. So if you need to catch up, it's a good time to do it. Yes, it is. And that will lead us right into the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. 
Kicking the news off with the ratings this time. The 18 to 49 ratings for October 17th, 2015. Dragon Ball Z Kai, 944,000. Akamega Kill, 753,000. Parasite, 639,000. Michiko and Hachin, 532,000. Naruto Shippuden, 508,000. One Piece, 472,000. And Kill a Kill ended Toonami with 431,000. That's probably about what should be expected. That's okay, you know. <clears throat> not a heck of a lot we can do, because, I mean, kids are back in school like that. <laughs> and I mean, jeez, DBZ Kai. It's almost like 950,000 with adults. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, then, you know, you can't forget about We got to compete with college football, too. And, you know, it was some good games this past weekend, you know. Yeah, and it's only going to get a little bit more difficult because uh, UFC 193 is coming up, I think, on November 7th, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it is going to be uh, another Ronda Rousey main event. So. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Which, thankfully yeah. for us, it'll end quickly, but... <laughs> <laughs> there will actually be some changes to the Saturday schedule of Adult Swim. I suppose we should mention this. Dragon Ball Z Kai will no longer have an encore at 8 p.m. because that hour is going back to Cartoon Network for the holidays. Ah, so they're giving Cartoon it Network started back this week. Ah, okay, so mm-hmm. they're giving Cartoon Network another hour again. All right. So leading up to Toonami, instead of DBZ Kai, two King of the Hills, two Clevelands, two American Dads, and a Family Guy, we have arguably a much stronger mix of two Bob's Burgers, two American Dads, and two Family Guys. Can I get a shake with that? (laughs) Always good to piggyback off a Family Guy. Seriously. Balls, balls, look like face. Now, I caution people not to assume that greatness will come out of that because we still got the whole competition thing and the holidays and all of that. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, who knows? I mean, the Frieza saga has been doing very well for DBZ Kai, and now that we're in the meat of the Goku versus Frieza fight, good things could happen. And I, uh, I don't know this section of Dragon Ball Z too well, but I think it will carry us through uh, the new year, right? Yes, it okay. will. Okay, so we will get the climax of Goku versus Frieza. During the new year when people are still away from school or home from school uh, for the holidays. Because some yeah, schools don't there, start. There should be, I think, one more episode of the Goku and Frieza fight mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, the good news, though, is that... Uh, well, actually, this also doesn't account for whatever uh, um, marathons might uh, come from this as well. Right. Because if you remember... Very true. Because if you remember, um, back to the Jason DeMarco interview, there was uh, mention, or rather the um, Anime Weekend, at, uh, no, not that, not even that, it was Dragon Con. Um, they mentioned on their agenda they have marathons in November and December, when we don't know, but we are, assured, we've been. We do know. Them. Oh, we do. What will they be? You're not, you're not up with current times, Jim. I've been away. <laughs> Pardon me, I've been crying in a corner for the last three weeks over Bullot. Not just now, I'm over it. Don't open that wound again. So Thanksgiving weekend and December 19th. Okay. Well, Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. Chances are sense. December 26th will also be preempted programming because why would they do something the day after Christmas? Exactly. Well, we, we should assume that one of those is probably Parasite. 
Uh, I would think Parasite will be Thanksgiving so they can have the feast. Play on words. Yeah, just like uh, Comic Go Kill was the long Halloween. <laughs> how, many, how many episodes have we been through by that point? Four, uh, I think it would be just eight. enough. I think it would be seven or eight. Yeah, just I, I think they may actually be able to run episodes one through seven that week. It it may actually be uh, you know, which would know. be the first disc of the Parasite Blu-ray, which you should totally buy when it comes out, whenever that might. Yeah, be. who knows when that's going to be out? Because we still haven't seen anything about an Akami Ga Kill Blu-ray yet. I got to talk to my guys at Sentai. <laughs> pretty close to halfway done. Oh, you got a guy now? Yeah, I've had a guy. Chris had a guy. I know, dude. I uh-huh. say you got a guy. <laughs> Speaking of marathons, we uh, have another article from our new writer cj regarding marathons check it out on the website it's pretty cool and i still haven't read the rest of the ratings so i'm gonna go ahead and do that (laughs) (laughs) i thought we were finished (laughs) the total viewer ratings for october 17th 2015 dragon ball z kai 1,650,000 comica kill 1,372,000 parasite 1,173,000 Mijiko and Hachin, 981,000. Naruto Shippuden, 906,000. One Piece, 806,000. And Kill a Kill ended Toonami with 748,000. Pretty strong for the end of the uh, block. Yeah. Yep. Hey, what can I say, man? I love seeing Booty Little Booty again. <laughs> Indeed. And, uh, and it also teaches you Kill a Kill, never cheat. Never. Trust a glasses bitch named Mako. Seriously. <laughs> you got something in your mouth? Trust Mako, not Mako. Yes, the last week. They really have to do that, seriously. And last week was also, like I said, the best off-model episode ever. <laughs> oh, man, it was awesome. Indeed. Real quick, here's the trending. Toonami and hashtag Toonami. During a comic kill on the East Coast, Parasite on the East Coast, Michiko and Hachin on the East and West Coast. Naruto Shippuden on the East Coast, One Piece on the East Coast, and Kill a Kill on the East Coast. Intruder 2 trended during Naruto Shippuden on the East Coast, One Piece on the East Coast, and Kill a Kill on the East Coast. And Showwise, DBZ Kai, Akamika Kill, Parasite, Michiko and Hachin, Shippuden, One Piece, and Kill a Kill all trended for a perfect trend. And character trends, Frankie from One Piece. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens when you steal someone's underpants. Yeah, you get exactly. to see his hairy ass. <laughs> there was uh, there was there was quite a bit of uh, naked butts on tsunami this week. <laughs> yeah, and everybody booty. got the booty everywhere. Booty, booty, booty. Because he's a pirate and he's gonna get that booty. <laughs> At pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> on Bravo. Somewhere down the line, we got really really gay. <laughs> oh my lord, what is wrong with you? I love I you, forget Jim. what that was from. What that, is that from? Robot Chicken. I think that was like the first season. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, we had a triple thread of Toonami goodies this week. First, of course, the Intruder 2 teaser. Oh, it wasn't long enough. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like... What was it even like 10, 15 seconds? I know. I wanted more. And yet, and yet in that 10, 15 seconds, we got to see a lot more. And it's just like, 
<sighs> Fuck you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Those people what? are great. What? Those people are great at teasing and teasing yes. and teasing. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, like got why you got Tom running around with a gun. I know. <laughs> Last time it didn't work so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully it works better this time. I, I have to imagine he's been practicing. I hope so, man. <laughs> if not, he can come to my boot camp, Tom. Okay, I'll show gonna, you how to handle it. Heck, for all I know, I could be a better shot than Tom is. <laughs> well, well, like we were talking about before the podcast, A, it seems like the absolution has some kind of weapons. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, Tom obviously has a gun. It looks different than what we had in the first intruder, I think. Well, it's I kind of, that's called it to tec- look the same. It's a called a technological advance. <laughs> well, I would <laughs> hope so. Yeah, no, it's I know. I would hope so because in, in one of the trailers, it looked like the, the gun from the original, which begs the question of is Tom one going to be in there? But yeah. I digress. They um, might have spliced that in just for convenience sake, for all we know. <laughs> uh, it looks like we'll get to see more of the absolution, hopefully. This is my rifle, and this is my gun. This is for shooting, and this is for fun. <laughs> I would uh, recite the Rifleman's Creed, but I'm not a Marine. <laughs> and, and then we also, there's this, I'm guessing, a smaller ship that comes out of that other one, it what? looks like. What, the absolution PT-109? i guess so i don't know unless this goes back to the initial trailer from last year and that would explain how the uh, purple goo intruder uh gets onto the ship yeah i think that's probably how it's gonna happen because it looked like it broke out of a capsule or something which makes me think metroid even more than i already do with this thing (laughs) where's mother brain Who knows? We'll, so we'll see what happens. That's just what I think with that other one, but you never know. Yeah, we will take the opportunity to delve further into our thoughts on Intruder 2 the week before it airs, and also the weeks that it is airing, because mm-hmm. that's inevitable. Although I think those weeks would probably be like, holy shit, did you see Intruder 2 last night? If you haven't, you must watch it right now. Yeah. Or it's going to be like, you can watch it on... YouTube.com slash Tsunami Faithful Channel. Holy shit, it's so awesome. You should watch it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm starting to think it's like the South Park episode. I want to freeze myself and go two weeks into the future. (laughs) Ooh, that's a dangerous proposition. It certainly is. That's why I don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, wouldn't you want to, like, freeze yourself and go months into the future so that you could see all of it at once? No, because I want to experience it live with my Tsunami family. Yes. Ah, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, see, Jim. Speaking of our tsunami family, <laughs> tsunami app time. Coming oh, around baby. the corner. Oh, baby. Got ourselves a promo. And I guess I can announce this real quick that next week, when the app does come out, um, our little article writer, CJ, will be uh, giving us a review on that app as well. Dude, I've been waiting for that app since they mentioned it, and I'm so gonna have it on there. I'm sure it'll work. I hope it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it doesn't work. I, I've been burned by highly hyped apps like this before, and um, I really hope that you know it works and I can get it Still without don't crashing. Don't really know what it's gonna do. It's don't just a little thing it. for fans, you know. Yeah, it's it. As Jason described it recently, 
it's some tsunami stuff for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's tsunami stuff for free. What do you got to complain about? <laughs> well, if it yeah. doesn't if it doesn't work the way we want it to, we can always punch Arthur Mesa in the face and the stomach. Yeah, exactly. We don't touch and, his- and and make him clean all of our houses. The tsunami yes. the tsunami crew is um, punch immune, but. There's a lot of real estate on Arthur Mesa, so we can just punch him. <laughs> exactly. Not to mention that we were going to sacrifice him anyway at last, Momokai. Yeah, but I feel like it would be a waste of a sacrifice, because you can only do that stuff once. Yeah, good point. <laughs> save we it need for a new sacrifice. Sp- save it for I a really special occasion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so we should just sacrifice him on Halloween night. You're right. Is it on that Oh, we just entered the weird part of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that chanting that Darrell does has to be followed up by hitting himself in the head with a book or something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Will do, sir. Donai is requiem. I love that bit. <laughs> Monty Python, kids. Watch it. All of it. It's good for you. And the third Toonami goodie was the Akamiga Kill Marathon promo. And I gotta say, it got me hyped. Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. I'm liking Akamiga Kill a lot more than I thought I would. I told you it was gonna be good, man. I never doubted that it'd be good. I just didn't think I would just get a junk food pleasure from this. Dude, it's like when you eat combo. It's like when you eat uh, Chex Mix and chug two Pepsis at the same time. You've been watching way too, mar- too much Maru. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you never watch too much Amaru. There's only twelve episodes. Amaru <laughs> don't know shit about Chex Mix. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. She never gets the Chex Mix, but she does know about potato chips. And this is and this is kind of the first time that we've actually had like three promos in one night, I believe. Yeah, this was a pretty um, goody heavy night, and uh, yes, probably was. to make up for the fact that Intruder Two is our goody for the next two months. So yeah, yeah. well, so we don't also expect have a lot a, of things to promote. Yeah, don't expect a review of Fallout Four or anything like I that. I do, I do kind of think that they may after Intruder's done, which I think it leaves us a week or two in December. They may give us some kind of like indication what's going to come next year. Hopefully, I hope. Maybe, unless, you know, usually what happens is when they have something, they want to announce it as soon as the ink is, uh, well, as soon as the pen is put to paper. The ink is still mm-hmm. wet when they try to announce this stuff, you know? If you're wondering about a promo for whatever show will replace Michiko and Hachin, yeah, that would probably happen the last week of December. Magi, please. Or, or second to last. Or Madoka. No, 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 no. Okay. Jorman gone. Jormungand. Thank you. Jormungand would be a good thing to follow up Mijiko and Hatchet. Yes, but we need more Anaplex stuff because Kill a Kill won't be around forever. And I don't want Anaplex to be shut out. No, but it will be around for several more months. Mm -hmm. Cross that bridge when we get get to it. I get the feeling that Akami Ga Kill will probably end up at 3 a.m. eventually, too. Yeah. Once it goes through its full run, obviously. Possibly. Well, it should end uh, actually before that. Parasite will end the same week as yeah. Kill a Kill. I uh, I rather like the idea that maybe they could get 3.30 back and have the killing hour. Ha 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 Ah, the killing hour. The killing time, yes. yes. The killing hour, the killing time. It's a good way to kill an hour. 
whatever you want to, whatever you do, something gets killed, whether it's your brain yes. cells, your liver, or uh, kidneys, you know, just spleen. time. Or just the kill puns were on point on that promo. <laughs> yeah. Come kill four and a half hours. <laughs> Indeed. It no behooves us all to become pungent masters. <laughs> behooves us all. <laughs> all right, let's. It's a word. Go through the <laughs> miscellaneous talkbacks. <clears throat> Arthur Mesa regarding the Intruder 2 promo. That Intruder 2 promo got me so hyped. It looks like the Absolution has weapons to fire at the other ship. But it's probably going to amount to pop guns against uh, a dreadnought of that size. Whatever the heck that yeah, might be. Probably. <laughs> <clears throat> well, people were hoping that uh, the Dragon Ball Z offered some good material for Allison. And sure enough, <laughs> as always, she, she delivers. delivers. <laughs> Always, always, always. She does not miss on this stuff unless she's, like, not watching at all. And even then, she probably still knows. <laughs> well, your mileage may vary, but Allison writes in, Goku, imagine Vegeta being naked, and people say Naruto and Sasuke are the first gay shonen couple. <laughs> <laughs> the tale of two Saiyans. Oh, boy. I mean, even if you don't want to count Goku and Vegeta, Jojo. All over Jojo. <laughs> Broke Jeez. ball Z. <laughs> and Yusuke and Kuwabara come on that too that too yep. the bromance is strong with that the bromance is very oh, strong oh yeah especially when he was at the wake man come back Urameshi I'm he gonna bumped. kick your ass and Gone and Killua so yeah lot, lots of the first time the first time, anyway. the first time anyway <laughs> mm-hmm and another from Allison, this one regarding One Piece. Nothing gets a man to join your crew like stealing his undies. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to touch his funky on the way a man. A chopper had him in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I was uh. watching that with my friend, and as soon as Chopper put it in his mouth, it's like, uh. no, <laughs> no. And he even said, those are my only pair. So that's a lot of from the cheese, man. Oh, <laughs> God. No, thank you. Oh, Darrell. Oh, my God. But Blatch Zero, he, he poses the question. You know, since Frankie is a cyborg, is wearing underpants a symbolic thing or something? I don't see any reason to. Well, there <laughs> is a reason to. He's he's still got to cover up, man. Yeah. True. Do even, you want to see that? I even don't. the tur. Hey, you know what? Think of it this way. Even the Terminator had to cover up. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a cybernetic organism, living tissue over metal endoskeleton. <laughs> oh, everybody got to see Frankie's hairy ass and his junk. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like I said, lots of uh, bare butts on Toonami this weekend, or at least two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely some booty. Yes. Yeah, and booty that Dandy would not approve of. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, one that he would approve of, the other one, no. <laughs> yeah. And Michael Morris makes an observation about Michiko and Hachin. Traps have become rather prominent on Michiko and Hachin. It's Brazil. That's all you need to know. <laughs> exactly. Some of the worst barrios in the freaking world, dude. I would not even freaking go to a barrio in freaking Rio de Janeiro, for real. <laughs> if I was to teach in Brazil, I probably wouldn't leave my house. <laughs> dude, you better do it via Skype. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd leave just to go to school, but I, if I had days off, you know, unless I had, like, ten people with me to go to a soccer game, I wouldn't leave my house. 
Well, that's the reason why they have Bappe. I'll tell you about that later, though, Jim. Yeah. Well, that brings us to our Parasite Recap. Episode 4, Tangled Hair. As we return to where we left off in that awful, awful cliffhanger, (laughs) me and Shinichi are facing down Mr. A. Mr. A thinks that he's going to make mincemeat out of them. But uh, because of their clever plan to work together, which seems like a pretty basic idea, uh, Shinichi lets Migi work on the defense, even though he's supposed to be looking like it's offensive maneuvers. And he just kind of casually walks up and stabs the dude with a metal broken piece of pipe. (laughs) Well, it's part of a desk that got uh, cut off like a a leg to a desk. And he just stabs him and the guy's like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) Apparently they're not very good at multitasking. (laughs) At least not that one. <laughs> and he pushes the thing all the way through after he realizes he's losing a lot of blood and that stops the bleeding. But he's just kind of dumbfounded that this has happened. And he wanders off and gets killed by Ryoko. An explosion. <laughs> yeah, she sets up a little trap for him and uh, ends him because he's too much of a liability. And... Uh, People freak out at school, but then school returns to session. But Tamiya has has a little problem that the faculty seems to have an issue with the fact that she's pregnant and is not saying who the father is. So mm-hmm. she doesn't want to deal with that drama and leaves and vows never to come back. Mm-hmm. Has a little conversation with Shinichi in which she explains that her prime directive is to kill all the human beings. That's what she's always felt was her purpose. Somebody's been hanging around Bender way too fucking long. I came to Earth with a simple dream of killing all humans. (laughs) Yeah, so she's not really buying into the whole thing that uh, parasites don't really need to kill people to live, even though Migi is proof that that is the case. Mm And then she goes home and her mother stops by and feels like there's something very wrong with her daughter. And she doesn't want to deal with that drama either. So she offs her just, it's just a rather like that. extreme reaction to not wanting drama in your life. I mean, my God. Yeah. 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 And she, she goes home and he's kind of dealing with the whole situation with uh, having to fight Mr. A and wondering what's going to happen next. And he wakes up to find that Migi has detached himself from his body somehow. And it's wandering around like a little dog or cat or some kind of disturbing thing. Hand banana? Yeah. <laughs> Hand banana is an actually a pretty good comparison. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind, dude. Tonight, you. This... Uh, spooks him and his mother rushes in and uh, 
creates wonderful awkward situations. Speaking awkward of, situations uh, at the Izumi home. Plentiful. Speaking of drama. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So Shinichi's parents decide that they would like to go on a trip, and he kind of freaks out at them about that because he's concerned about their you know, well-being with all those parasites out there. And he goes off on them. But later on, he talks to Migi, and Migi suggests that it would actually be safer if they went out to the countryside because the parasites seem to uh, live more in the highly crowded urban areas. Urban areas, yeah. And yeah, this this causes a few more awkward conversations and <laughs> Junichi's mom busts in on him when he's having a conversation with Migi and he freaks out on her and <laughs> she goes back down. She's just not sure what's up with her son and the dad says the obvious thing. Well, maybe he was whacking it. <laughs> I love how plain spoken Shinichi's dad is. Shinichi's dad is the best. I know, man. He just tells it like it is, dude. He's are like, you on? Drugs? Are you on drugs? Are you? Maybe he was what? whacking off. Which is what most teenage he's always boys been do. Such a good kid. He never even had a rebellious phase. Yeah, uh, his dad was kind of happy about that. Yeah, it's like maybe my son actually is normal. Sneaker girl in the house next, son. <laughs> yeah, do you and later see, at dinner, do you want to see my right hand? Yeah, do you want to see my right hand? I could do all kinds of things with it. By the way, did I ever tell you I kind of sound like Johnny Young Bosch? Hot, huh? Jarrell, <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you thinking what I'm thinking here? Nope. I'm drinking booze. Uh, G Gundam reference. <laughs> <laughs> that actually never and crossed mine. my mind. <laughs> We also get a bit of a flashback that shows that Shinichi's mother at one point saved him from boiling oil when he was trying to get some plate down for a school project. And she was telling him, no, don't do that, honey. I'm working on this over here. Just just wait a minute. But impatient kids, you know, whatever. And uh, that that all kind of uh, that's an important plot point that you should keep in the back of your mind because it definitely uh it, it definitely is kind of a a theme perhaps she, and we finally get to dinner we we finally get to dinner and shinichi says he you guys can go on the trip it, it's fine i you know i was maybe gonna be a little lonely but i realized i could have a friend over you know he's just kind of covering his tracks as best he can and you know honestly i think he did a pretty good job yeah he did just, man. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. because a friend can mean a friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what kind of friend are we talking about the kind that's uh your right hand or <laughs> oh no <laughs> the kind that has two boobs and a uh, real solid smell purdy <laughs> hey it's yeah. true well you know what his father said yep <laughs> Just use protection. <laughs> he would say that. And if you don't use protection, make sure you get the morning out the pill, son. Yeah, he probably would say that too. I mean, Shinichi's dad is just very matter of fact. 
he, you know, he knows. Up, you know? He he knows how it is. He probably did some things. <laughs> I think Shinichi's dad hung out with my mom, man, because yeah. my mom is pretty much fucking. She is pretty much that way. <laughs> I can believe that actually. <laughs> you, you you have talked to her, Jim. You know she doesn't hold any punches. Oh yeah. <laughs> So while Shinichi's dad is like totally chill, his mom's definitely sensing something's up with her son. She doesn't really know how to put her finger on it. But I don't know. What can you say? Moms always know when you're on Parasite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hopefully it doesn't end as badly for her as it did for Tamiya's mom. (laughs) But they're going to go on their trip and Shinichi will take care of the house they actually they did leave on their trip and Shinichi's gonna take care of the house and all of that and uh well we'll see what happens next yes yes we will any additional thoughts on this episode gentlemen no I actually found that it was pretty good you know it showed a little bit more you know interaction between Shinichi and his mom you know and you know he kind of I guess, you know, it's sometimes, you know, teenage boys and moms tend, we don't always see eye to eye, you know, so. But at least the dad actually understood a little bit of what he was going through. Yeah, he's jerking it in the in his room. Mm-hmm. Leave him alone. Yeah, just knock because someone at the um, door is closed. I could be a jerking. That's <laughs> 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 a sketching your <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow, just a real good episode, though. Yeah. Well, once again, you have another really interesting philosophical debate in the middle of the episode. Uh, Parasite's really good for those things. So. You know what? I just, now that you mentioned it, man, I thought about what Rico said about the, you know, baby in the body. You know, she was using the experiments, man, but it kind of like seemed like they was touching on pro life versus abortion, too. Mm, you know if you if you take it just that deep because she was like if the baby wasn't useful for it it's food but if it's useful right now she's gonna do experiments on it so you know it just made me think about pro-life versus abortion so Mm. i don't know that might be going a little too deep i think but at the same time (laughs) yes this uh story has been focusing on how to develop its own characters which is admirable i've been pretty impressed so far though Oh yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, this is coming from a manga that is fucking old, but has been adapted <laughs> yeah. so well to the modern age. Mm-hmm. That is positive proof that you don't have to adapt something the first second it becomes available to adapt. Damn right. Take some lessons, people. Learn mm-hmm. some stuff. Hopefully, that Cage of Eden anime ends up being good. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Whenever it exists, yeah, <laughs> it better friggin' exist. I hadn't heard about that before you mentioned it, and now I see it pop up all the time. It's like, oh, that's KGB. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. It's a, it just ended really terribly. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another fine episode of Parasite. Uh, always with the thought-provoking and the amusing and, uh, well, brutality for sure. My gosh. <laughs> There's some really brutal moments in this episode. It's the whole package. Uh, that'll do it. <clears throat> that'll uh, do it. All right. That'll do it for the Parasite I'm, Recap. I'm being ridiculous. I didn't read the 
talkbacks yet. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. And, and here's what you had to say about this week's episode of Parasite. Josh Knighton writes in, School almost gets destroyed. Students come back a few days later. Teacher gets preggers and Oh, hell nah. <laughs> Good point. That's not the Takarado way to take care of your students. <laughs> Just reminds me of a teacher actually getting impregnated by one of our students. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Um. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, dude. He got a lot of pat on the back for that one. Because <laughs> she was falling. Hey, Gamer for Life, one, two, three. Shinichi is having an out-of-body-er-arm experience. <laughs> well, he did lose a limb for a second. Three <laughs> minutes to be exact. I mean, there are some times where, you know, your hand falls asleep and it feels like you don't have a hand, but... I know. Or you get your arm chopped up and you suck. That's a whole of... nother level. Get on my level! <laughs> Benjamin Padjohn says, So, I'm not sleeping tonight, thanks to Dog Miggy. <laughs> Oh, come on. You know you want ham banana. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so like comfortable that. with you. It's just something. Tonight, Ben, you. I, I just want to reach out and touch you. <laughs> I'm going to reach out and touch someone. <laughs> More of the talkbacks seem to be fairly positive on the uh, whole uh, little cat dog Migi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and another from Joshua Knighton. Shinichi, bro, your mom took a splash of hot oil on the hand for you. I get that you need secrecy, but don't be a douche. It's true. No lie, so, dude. If I would have talked to my mom like that, man, that would have been a backhand. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> I'm talking my dude literally. I could just feel that across my face right now. Oh, God. <laughs> And Jefferson Craig says, thank God Mr. Izumi said whacking off instead of fapping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been copyright infringement. <laughs> it would have been a Funimation level move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, shots fired. <laughs> and Michael Morse writes in, Migi wants to be a member of the NRA. You know, when I saw Migi hold that gun, first thing that came in my head, Janie has a Janie's got a gun, and we just replaced Janie with Miggy. Miggy's got, got a gun. Miggy turned into a gun, I think. Miggy's got a gun. <laughs> so, wait a minute. That means if Miggy turns into a gun, does that mean he has to get a license for himself? Um, Don't give him ideas. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. I'm licensed to Miggy. <laughs> And Lord Terminal writes in, I get the distinct fear that they aren't coming back, are they? Regarding mm -hmm. Shinichi's parents on their little outing. You'll find out. There's actually some fairly blatant hints in the opening sequence of future events. And I think some of them are skipped over in the short version that's played on Tsunami, but at least one of them's still there. <laughs> And that will do it for our Parasite recap. Another fine episode. Yes, it was, Mr. Sketch. Yes, it was. And now we got to wait two weeks for the next one.
Damn it all! <laughs> but that's okay. We can still kill four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta use that a lot tonight, aren't you, buddy? I might. <laughs> Hopefully this podcast doesn't end up being that long. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think so, man. I'm sure I'll kill about four and a half hours editing it. <laughs> I kill you. Well, as Halloween is upon us, and hopefully this episode will be out before Saturday, or at least it'll be out early on Saturday. Yes, I would hope that would happen. (laughs) We have decided to have a topical discussion and touch on some of our favorite horror-themed anime. So, Paul, would you like to go first? Sure. The guy that doesn't watch a lot of anime, sure, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I watch a lot more anime than I used to, but yeah, you get the point. So, let's see. Tokyo Ghoul. There's that anime that I just reviewed. And I won't talk about it too much because there is something coming in regards to that in Toonami Faithful Review fashion. Uh, but, and it was wonderfully narrated by Jim Nelson, might I add. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I like violence. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else hasn't noticed that, but I really like violence. So this kind of meets all the criteria. Plus, it's probably one of the more interesting animes that I've ever watched, too, because where it kind of starts out like slow to a point where you think that it's kind of like, okay, this isn't, this isn't going to be the way that I thought it was, but it actually uses that slow pace to bring you into the story and to give you the character development that you really need to get into the character and to get into the series And, you know, it's just interesting to see how this first season progresses. I haven't seen the second or third season, but the third season hasn't come out yet. Um, But in that regards, you know, it it was really the first season was really good. And, you know, it's a really good horror anime. I didn't see another one that I should mention real quick, too, is um, Blood Sea. I didn't really get to dive into that as much as I wanted to. I know Jose reviewed it. Which that one's over a hundred thousand views. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> that Apparently, review. we had a flame war on the uh, on the uh, comments section, but then again, it is YouTube, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, that one that one did really well for us on the geeky side. But, um, anyways, what I was saying, it, it's you know th- these these two animes that I mentioned are both interesting in the fact that they are you wouldn't expect horror anime to be that, to be to that degree. Like the, the action, um, the story, the, the violence, all of it meshing together into one cohesive, uh, working animation that, you know, is technically supposed to be horror, but it really could be anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted to mention that qu- quickly cause I know we wanted to go through these real quick. So, Hmm. All right. Yeah, I think uh, Tokyo Ghoul is a horror anime on the same lines that Parasite is. Right. 
there's definitely a horror, a horror element, but there's also the human element to it. So it's kind of like a modernization of the concept of who's the real monster. Mm. That's yeah. a good point. I like that too. The um, what, what's what else I was going to say about that real quick? Um, I got to think. Of, I had something. I, I'll, I'll come back to it. <laughs> no, you won't. You're done, buddy. When Darrell cuts right, you off, on the next one, I guess. when Darrell cuts you off, you know you're done. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That means Move two on. things. Indeed. <laughs> well, Mr. Darrell, let us open the floor to you. Oh, oh boy, boy, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all Shield know. up. <laughs> More like guns up. Uh, y'all know I'm a big fan of High School of the Dead. It was just one of those anime that you know zombies i really don't do zombies because i'm a i'm a liking person which means i like werewolves you know vampires that sparkle that wasn't cool but jane you had blade but high school of the dead actually did make a lot of sense to me because you had action booze booty and guns things that i am very proficient and have a lot of knowledge about and you have this unlikely main character who really doesn't want to be the leader, but leader, but he ends up being the leader in the first place. And not to mention his number two is a fat otaku who actually knows about guns and helps him out. And what does that sound like? <laughs> I'm sure know. he sees a lot of himself in that guy. Yeah. Except, Except that guy's kind of a pussy at times. Yeah, Koda <laughs> is a little pussy at times, but... And then you have this little psycho chick that actually swings swords around. Psycho Bujishima. Mm. Yeah, but the thing is, what I really did like about High School of the Dead was they really realized that they had to work together, you know, to get through this. And, you know, despite it all, you know, going through that whole ordeal together, you know, they became a tight-knit group. And once they did get to... um. Let's see, whose parents was it again? Uh, Takagi's parents, yeah. Takagi's parents, home, you know, the grown-ups tried to tell them to get the guns back. And, you know, they was like, screw this. We've been through just as much as you, so we ain't giving shit back, you know. And, you know, they actually held their own. So, and so much blood and gore, man, that I just could not friggin' back my eyes off of this, though. It was just one of those animated. It's a derail anime. Let's put it like that. Yeah. It's harem, it's zombies, it's guns, and hey, you even had a big titty nurse, man. It don't get no better than that. And she's actually smart, even though she looks like an airhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Played by Monica Rial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, yes. Probably her most pulpy role um, we've ever se- I've ever seen her play. So, well, you know, I can say one thing though, man. Monica can't say that chick didn't have no jiggle because she had jiggle and bounce for that ounce. <laughs> Dude, that jiggles for days. Hey, she did. Exactly. But High School of the Dead is just, it was just a little fun anime for me, you know, and the fact that it was something zombie related is one of the few zombie anime or something zombie related that I would even actually recommend anybody. And since I did it, and it was one of the better dubs that they did. And it looks so. It was one of their first pretty. ones actually yeah but it was actually done well but you know how we talk about those sentai dubs yeah you know before they got better 
<laughs> it was it was uh, directed by the uh, ADR director that shall not be named, but um, this is one of those instances where he uh, cared about it and it got done right. Yeah, he cared about it, but also it was a case of, you know, it was the show was you know pulpy and you know just fun enough that he kind of could get away with it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that I it, can really to be honest with you, I can really see it on Tsunami. I really yeah. could. It has a, um, it kind of has that Dawn of the Dead kind of feel to it almost, and um, it's just, and like you keep on saying, it's just a fun show, and it tries to say a lot of, it tries to say some stuff, uh, make some societal, um, societal statements and stuff like that, but it's hard to see those through all the boobs and booty and. Yeah, even and also uh, it's probably better known for the Drifters, the dead OVA than for anything else at this point. But <laughs> yeah, it's one nip slip away from softcore porn. So, hey, it's softcore hentai <laughs> in my book, dude. That's no a legit podcast right there. It's softcore hentai, but it has nothing on the blue girl. <laughs> <laughs> no legit the Paul. Blue girl reference. Paul, have you seen Drifters of the Dead at all? I have not. No, I okay. need to see it. It's like a 15 minute OVA. You will see exactly what I mean if you watch it. You don't even have to have watched High School De- of the Dead to um, re- understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, 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 good. That That's good for my schedule. Yeah, it's like a it's like a 15, 20 minute OVA. I own it. I do, too. I bought it for like five bucks. At, uh, exactly. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> it was on five. It was on sale for uh, like six months before it even came out at Sentai's booth at uh, Otakon and it was five bucks. I think that was the year I went to Otakon with Jose. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the reason why me and Jim had ESP people. We just <laughs> do it like that. <laughs> but I would really give, you know, even though it's kind of heavy in fan service at times, I would really give High School of Dead on my rating, I would actually give it a 9.5 because it does keep you entertained. The Darrell stamp of approval, which wow. comes from which comes from the bottom of a uh, bottle of Smirnoff. <laughs> eh, well, we can upgrade these days. I got Grey Goose, buddy. Okay. So Darrell's... Uh, Darrell's Grey Goose. So, Don't uh, have to be the only beer we drink. Darrell's, uh, Darrell's stamps of approval are tiered depending on how expensive the liquor is. <laughs> well, not necessarily expensive. It's just how good it is in quality because if it got the McAllen stamp of approval, dude, that means it the would have to be perfect. like... Exactly. That means the McAllen stamp of approval is actually Katana Guitari. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only show that has that. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Well, all going along with the uh, high school theme of... Uh, zombie adventures i want to talk about a recent show the japanese title is gako garashi it's uh, roughly translated to school live or school live it's kind of debated which one it is and it pulls a madoka but it does so in the first episode so you get the twist in the first episode and what you think is a very basic slice of life cute girls doing cute things kinds of show turns on its head real quick. And I suppose that's a bit of a spoiler, but like the whole show is going to keep you guessing It is definitely a mystery element to things as they reveal bits and pieces of the lore that they're building. 
and is very interesting. And watching it week to week was pretty difficult because it it was brutal at times. Hmm. I watched it with Duelist, and we always hated ourselves after watching the next episode. <laughs> Like you want to hate ourselves right now? All right, we'll watch the next episode. <clears throat> yeah. Loving on Crunchyroll. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's all up there on Crunchyroll, and uh, it it's a unique experience, and it's it's brutal. I'll I'll tell you that much. It's very brutal. And if you want to kill some time this week before Halloween, watching something that. It's probably gonna unnerve you to an extent, probably not scare you so much, but but definitely kind of get under your skin. Then I would highly recommend Gako Garashi School Live. It's a it's a unique experience, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And lastly, Mr. Jim, what do you have for us? So I'm kind of going in a tangential way or co-opting, rather, off of um, Darrell, because uh, my dub, my dub, my um, horror anime can either be a horror anime or the most hilarious friggin' thing ever, depending on how you see it. It's also directed by the ADR director that shall not be named, and it is called Ghost Stories. It is a anime from about mm, 2005 or so, The show bombed in Japan. Now, what I'm repeating is mostly taken from what Greg Ayers has said at many a convention. But um, the licensor was just looking to get their money back on it in any way possible. ADV picked it up for a song and a dance. And they and, uh, you know, the director meets with uh, the ADR director that shall not be named. And the licensor says, you can do anything to this show. We're just trying to make our money back on it. And he goes anything and so what became a pretty standard summer ghost stories anime and stuff like that became something completely different uh in the dub so uh this is kind of like a who's the dub cast is a who's who of mid-2000s adv uh you have hillary haig you have greg Ayers, monica rial um and a couple of other names that i forget as of this moment But there's one uh, comedian who voices the cat. This cat is alive. This cat talks and is inhabited by an evil spirit. And, uh, you know, they go around and they seal all these horrible ghosts and stuff like that. And, you know, it's a very episodic show that highlights the summer ghost story, which is very traditional in Japan. You know, you go out, you know, in August when you're off of school, you have that entire month off. And then it's like, hey... You know, ghost, you're out camping. Hey, ghost stories. Okay. But what happens in the dub? My God. I mean, <laughs> um, Monica Rial's character was a psychic. She turns into this horrible uh, born-again Christian. Uh, <laughs> Greg Ayers, I believe, plays uh, plays a uh, Jewish, uh, the, at least the character I think is... Um, you know, has a few Jewish stereotypes. You have this uh, high school kid who's just a horn dog, and then the girl that Hillary Haig plays is just a, is just the straight man the whole time. You know, she is the only one that takes anything seriously. And then she has a little brother who I believe they made to be mentally challenged because they could barely understand what he was saying anyway, or he was <laughs> supposed to be mute or something like that. So oh, this, so 
This is about as politically incorrect as a dub can get, and I love every second of it. And there are times when the show does get truly scary, gets truly horrifying at times, because, you know, Eastern ghosts, Japanese ghost stories and stuff like that, um... It's all uh, Japanese horror is all about confining you in a small place that hates you and wants you dead. Unfortunately, it's hard to take that seriously with the dub because everything is just so freaking hilarious. And it is dated by the by uh, 2015 standards. Uh, There are uh, there are pop culture references, celebrity references, all kinds of stuff like that. It's if you watch this dub, it's a window into 2005 America. If, again, if you watch the dub, uh, Greg Ayers has gone on record as saying, I want this dub to be redone every five years just to keep the jokes current. <laughs> so um, Ghost Stories is easy enough to find if you go for the singles on uh, Amazon or you can get the entire series, I believe, through Discotech because uh, I believe Discotech licensed the entire show. Um, I showed it to my sister and she was laughing her head off every single time. And uh, a lot of people who work on it still remember it fondly, like Greg Ayers and Monica Rial. And um, it's and just to hear them talk about it this far out is kind of amazing when you think about it. And it's it's a testament to how just how much work and how much uh, love and time they put into this dub that, you know, was just, you know, your pretty standard uh, ghost show. But they turned it into something completely different altogether. Dude, it was so f***ing funny when you actually introduced me to some of the clips, man. I was mm-hmm. weak. And then when I finally <laughs> saw it, I was like, I hate you so much. Dude, I was literally <laughs> laughing like I went to sleep, man, and woke up, started laughing again because of this <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Oh, it is. Oh, it is hilarious. It goes. Uh, it's South Park levels and how much it goes after everybody and everything. Dude, it has my kind of sense of humor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nice. Nobody is safe from the dub. That is <laughs> no. ghost stories. Well, no nobody safe. is safe in 2000. <laughs> nobody in 2005 is safe from the ghost stories dub. Um, there are some other anime horror anime that I like, like uh, Ghost Hunt, which uh, is one of J. Michael Tatum's first roles. Uh, I believe. Oh, yes, um, that one. Yep. That one's pretty good. I got that on a simple trade from Jen. Thank you, Jen. And uh, of course, what haven't I said about Helsing, both the original and ultimate at this point? <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, there is uh, Higurashi. Uh, also, uh, when the cicadas cry, Higurashi, when they cry, whatever the hell people want to call it. That show is freaky as well. well you know, we can't forget oh, yeah. about Vampire Hunter D, man. Oh, yeah. That is, that is definitely a classic. Uh, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, yes. Vampire Hunter D, oh my god, that dub is so hilariously 80s bad. <laughs> it's 80s bad, man, but I still love it anyway because of that. Yeah. You know, it's an old school one that I saw, man, and I just can't, I can't get it out, man. It's something I grew up with, so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like in the early stages when you're broken, you can't really afford anime, but somebody actually has something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey i'm black y'all we ain't have it like that <laughs> and then of course there is one other show that i did uh i reviewed a couple years ago when it was new uh dusk maiden of amnesia um it's horror mm-hmm. it's horror comedy it's tragedy it's a, a suspense little bit of everything um again that's you know follows up on the summer tradition of the japanese ghost story and uh dusk maiden of amnesia is one of my favorite shows 
of uh, 2013, I believe, when it was when it was released. Mm. So, yes. Um, also, when it was new, it came with a soundtrack. So, yay. Because, ah. you know, Sentai was building goodwill like that. <laughs> I suppose along those lines, the kind of uh, psychological horror, definitely people should check out Hell Girl. Mm, I have that. I should watch that. Yes, you should, mister. Mm-hmm. That's... That, that, that'll... That'll get you. It's good psychological horror. The only problem I can find with it is that the uh, it's got only one trick and it wears thin in like the first like 10 episodes. Yeah. In terms of plot. So. You guys think of an anime that's really scary? Uh, well, there are some really scary anime out there uh, and Sentai has most of them. Uh, the one that comes to mind is Another. And ah, uh, yes. Final Destination, the anime. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big one that a lot of people talk about when they say uh, horror anime. Um, the problem with a lot of horror in uh, and uh, stuff like that in Japanese media is that a lot of it is so culturally influenced that you usually end up wondering what the hell is going on? Who are these people and why should I care? A perfect example of this is Doom Megalopolis where the uh, main villain ends up looking like M. Bison. But um, you just don't know what the hell he is, what his deal is, this, that, and everything else. And also there are a lot of moments that are just morally reprehensible that grind the plot to a screeching halt. But if you want the full dope on Doom Megalopolis, just watch Ben at the Sage's anime abandoned review on it. Yeah. If you're looking for something kind of spooky, eerie, to show the younger ones... Something uh, spirited away. Yeah. Spirited away is, you know, it's a ghost story. Mm -hmm. It's a little creepy at times. It can be quite spooky. Yeah. Like there, there's some massively creepy imagery at that at times. In a sense, it is kind of like a Disney movie in that regard, because Disney movies scared the piss out of us when we were kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see which. <laughs> yeah. Never wanted to play that level of Kingdom Hearts. It's <laughs> <laughs> like giant sea witch fight. Nope, nope, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Disneyland is terrifying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, yes. It's a small world after all. <laughs> That's the true terror of Disney World. <laughs> Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and uh, oh man, the Pinocchio ride. The, with the whale <laughs> monstro and yeah. then the projectile then the true horror of projectile vomit on the spinning teacups <laughs> <laughs> there you go but anyway yeah. and if you want a really non-traditional take on zombies which is rather amusing mm -hmm. the thriller bark arc of one piece <laughs> which Toonami will get to in about six months <laughs> <laughs> and we get to meet Brooke Yes. Yes, Brooke, finally. More Ian Sinclair. Yes, Dandy is back, baby. And he has an afro this time. <laughs> afro and he's has some dapper as ever. Afro Luffy has some competition. <laughs> ah, Afro Luffy already has competition. Yeah, Asuko, man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> man, Asuko and Afro, man. Yeah. No, you know, I thought... you guys are playing Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that anime that Adult Swim played that one year, Kakurembo? 
No. I, I vaguely remember that. Uh, I don't think I was watching Adult Swim at the time. So. Mm. Entirely uh, possible. I don't know, dude. I probably may have been drinking at night and not paid much attention. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Shut up, Paul. Uh, no one even asks for your opinion right now, honey. Yeah, well, we mentioned Helsing already. If you want another uh, at least properly timed thing involving Halloween, there's the Cowboy Bebop movie. Yep. Treat it's not scary, treat. but it's, it's, it's fun. scary good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's scary good. Exactly. I picked that up for $7 on Blu-ray the other day. Ah, I got to get the Blu-ray copy of it. But there's that. And then um, also, if you wanted a, you know, one off episodes of uh, scary anime or spoopy anime, there's also um, Toys in the Attic, of course, the ever popular, uh, yes, toy, toys the, the ever attic. popular Toys in the Attic, uh, the Halloween episode of Bleach with uh, Rookie Rookie, the zombie <laughs> episode of Space Dandy. Dandy. Yes. <laughs> and, the greatest uh, of all zombie things. Oh, yes. The best zombie thing I have ever seen in my life. And then, um, yeah, um, there's not a heck of a lot else that comes to mind. Anybody else got anything else? Soul Eater. Yeah, Soul Eater. <laughs> Soul Eater is, yeah, well, kind of like uh, Halloween Town. This the is Halloween. This, this is, is Halloween. Why don't you just watch The Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> yeah. There you it go. It ain't anime, but everybody wants to watch The Nightmare. Everybody should watch I was the actually Nightmare trying Before to Christmas. think of some non-anime spooky things, but I can't think of anything that's legit scary yeah or that isn't just like you know exploitation slasher movies remaking er the same exact freaking movie since halloween and friday the 13th i was talking about cartoons but there's oh. like there's like that dark stalkers cartoon oh yeah, yeah i remember dark stalkers man which was Not based good. off of a game a really good fighting game which you should i know man i played that game which everybody but you got stuff bought. like mutant league yeah it's <laughs> all comedy stuff Plus all those Scooby-Doo movies. Plus all, like, oh man, there's just, there's tons. But, uh, oh, there we go. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. That was actually kind of scary. That was actually yeah, kind of scary. That was kind of the point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something that, that was actually that's, scary for once. That's, uh, that's, it's a pretty good movie. Honestly, it actually is. Mm -hmm. Well, better than a I'm enjoying that new Scooby-Doo show. It's stupid, but yeah. I'm enjoying it. I don't know. Scooby Doo look like he on crack, man. See, he does. Oh man, he looks so high all the time. It's, it's hilarious. I mean, like this is what happens, man, when you smoke crack, kids. Don't do it. That's why it's called Be Cool, Scooby Doo. Right? Exactly. Like, be cool, be cool, be cool, Scooby Doo. Be cool. Be cool, be cool man. Be cool. Winners don't use drugs. <laughs> That's a lie. That's Lance Armstrong. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 oh. oh. I'm sorry. Ask man. Lance actually, Armstrong and his missing <laughs> testicle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually do like Lance Armstrong. <laughs> I think we've mined this topic enough. So, <laughs> Yes, we have. If the only yeah. way we could have mined this topic anymore is if Christina Kelly had joined us. Oh! Oh, well played, sir. <laughs> well played. But really, Christina Kelly's awesome, and you should follow her on Twitter. She's a wonderful person. Yes. So you might want to scout her out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Several bad puns later. Uh, yes. I guess with that, we can get out of here. All right. Well, let's do the house cleaning, so to speak, as we always do.
by the way, if you don't know how to email by now, I don't know what to tell you. So, <laughs> how do well, I, I email? For goodness sake, man, it's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. It's <laughs> well, you know, them. some people some people just don't understand how to to email us. So, you know, I'm just and saying right. that's why we have, have to. Re- that's why we have to repeat ourselves, and also for the new people Several. that might come up. Because yes, please, for the new people, if you haven't, if you don't know how to contact us, it's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, put in the subject line what you're trying to ask about, and please make sure that it's podcast related. For those of you that have been with the podcast for a long time, you should know what to do by now. So, mm-hmm. anyways, let's move on. Get the bill. All yes, say, exactly. For those of you, if you've been down from the beginning, all we can say is thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can listen to us also on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. There, you can also download the podcast. You can like us there. You can follow us there, and we would love for you to follow us there as well. And comment and on our video. Comment- oh, sorry, What's- Paul, but uh, comment on our stuff too. It's always fun to see people go nuts in the comments. Yeah, I'd like to see more comments. I I, I don't see a lot of you commenting, and we would love to see that. So please you can actually do comment that. on the episodes on the SoundCloud, like point out where things happen. Exactly. So I know please do it there. Popular. I know yeah. SoundCloud ain't that popular, but it should be more popular because it's awesome. I like SoundCloud. Yes. So do I. So again, it's SoundCloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, you, can find, you can like us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's Tsunami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. And as always, you can visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the old episodes and exclusives if you've missed them because they will all be up there. And uh, one last thing, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. If you want to come on the podcast and do a topic or you know be on the whole podcast for that matter, um, we have a way for you to do that. And also help us out by uh, funding our site and podcast. So if you want to help us out, it's patreon.com slash podcast. It's a monthly subscription. Please help us out if you can. We certainly would appreciate it. And if you like what we do, refer us to everybody you know, because it's awesome. (laughs) That's the best way to help us out is to get the word out more and more and more. Exactly. Speaking of our Patreons, it's time to thank Derek Sikonik for donating to the Patreon. Uh, He he didn't claim a prize, so... Thanks, man. He doesn't we want appreciate it. <laughs> the donation was reward in and of itself. Yes. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> you the man. You got some issues, man, but I liked you anyway, dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the reason you got issues is the reason why I like you. <laughs> you all got issues with trying to bait me and trying to make me fly off the handle. <laughs> <laughs> no, Derek just likes to friggin' mess with me to the point that I do cuss him out. For some odd reason, I think he's a sadist. <laughs> but not to say this, he's a masochist because he likes to. He might be. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like to inflict pain on others. He likes to receive it. Shame on you, dude. Weird. So, let's get out of here. Jim, where can they find you? You can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter. Uh, I have a Twitch where I stream at least once a week at twitch.tv slash ZeroAlucard27. Um,. Once a week, you can check up on my uh, streams and fun stuff like that. Um, last week, I played Clock Tower, and uh, spoiler alert, I beat it. But watch the whole thing to see what kind of ending I got. And uh, thank you to everybody who shows up on a weekly basis. Um, you got uh, My numbers have been going slowly up, although not really breaking above 10 too, too much. But 
I do my best for you guys. Uh, and you know what? It's just fun to see human gameplay for once, at least I think. You know, a guy messing up. This time I actually delivered and completed a game. Congratulations! Yahoo! So, um, next week um, we're going to start getting into... Not this Friday, because I'm going to play Silent Hill 2 on Friday for uh, quite a bit. But... Um, Next week, um, you know, we start the new release season. I'll try to keep it uh, current. I'll be doing a lot of streaming for my PlayStation 4, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So um, if you, I also post a lot of polls on my Twitter, and I pin them to my Twitter feed, so you don't have to go scrolling through to find the uh, poll. And I'll have a, a couple games that you can vote on to see what you would like me to play next. I stream every Friday between 10 and 10.30 Eastern, that is 7 and 7.30 Pacific time for you folks out there on the West Coast. There is no East Coast bias here. Oh, wait, yes, there is. And <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just come on in. We have a great time. I try to address everybody as best I can. And, uh, yeah, we're just looking to have a grand old time going up to going into this uh, heavy holiday season of wonderful game releases and stuff i'll only be playing a couple though because i can't buy everything um and uh if you want to follow me or uh send me a friend request on playstation uh network not just playstation 4 it would be baystar underscore boy if you wanted that um and aside from that yeah uh hope you guys have a good week and thank you once again for supporting my twitch stream every week side project i've been wanting to do for a long time now and Nice to see that people, at least some people, are liking it. All right, Darrell, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at the usual places. You can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. I also have an ask, and that's at ask.fm backslash ukami75. And people, if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. All right, Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com, and on Ask.fm, sketch19ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. And Paul, where can they find you? In a dump? No, I don't live in a dump, but thank you. Thank you. Besides, if I, the way that my, my girl cleans, I wouldn't be in a dump. Anyways, um, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. I've been actually posting pictures there recently, one of which I hope that Sketch will approve of, of my son being a Ninja Turtle in his wonderful costume. Nice. And, uh, let's see. And you can ask me questions. Ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. Please ask me questions. I have no problem answering, even if they are un-Tunami related. Just please understand if you troll like you do on sketches, you will just get blocked. So <laughs> anyways, uh, that is it for this week's podcast. Be sure to go out and support Kadesh Flow. Also, if I could say this real quick, uh, his album is out right now called We Are the Faithful. It's thematically based on One Piece. You can get that on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, and of course you can get it on Bandcamp. And if you get the whole CD on Bandcamp, you can get two bonus tracks for free. 
that that address is geekyinkproductions.bandcamp.com so get it now because it's a really good cd but that's it for this week's podcast thank you guys for listening as always but we're out of here peace we're out deuces kisses <laughs> Ooh, bae, I like it when you do that. Come in now. Spooky sketch. I guess you always do what your big sister tells you to do. Okay. Later. Hey, Ketcherel. Where's the damn cat? But he. What? Ketcherel, what are you retarded? <laughs> Obviously. Which way did he go? <laughs> now we'll never find out who the ghost is. I hope to God you're adopted. Oh my God! What the hell's happening here? These are the fastest lip flaps I've ever had to sing. Yes, the sports festival. That's what this whole episode's about. Okay, let's stop breaking the third wall. They're thinking about canceling the sports festival. You have to cancel the festival. What? You're the one who nagged me for this. Hold on. Give me a sec. But this hurricane, what are we gonna... Do you know what these parents would do to me if we canceled? I'd have to hear about little Billy and Susie, and there's not enough booze in my office. Oh, you'd be surprised how many transgressions a filthy little sinner like you can rack up in just a day. Look, what? Oh, Satsuki, let's sing. Jesus loves me. Come on, you know the words. The charming little things have come out of that mouth of yours. Oh, look at that. Stop it, you're stretching my lips out. Like this is the first time that's ever happened. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, you know what I'm referring to. I don't think I like your insinuation. A police station! Thank God! I never thought I'd be happy to see one of those things! Hey, put the donuts down! Drop the Krispy Kreme serpent coat! We need your help here! My BS detector's going ding! What the hell is this thing? A copier? A hard drive? It's called a scanner. You use it to transfer pictures to MySpace.com or JewishNerdBoysLookingForHoochies.org.